0: Warner Brothers podcast this is Keenan joined by my brother Kyle as always Kyle how's it going
1: the fuck is up what's good
0: <laughs> lit today coming in hot <laughs> uh, Another, obviously as there's really rarely bad weeks in the NFL but another very good week in the NFL uh is there any particular game that stuck out to you that you want to start with or do you want to kind of just go down the ledger how would you like to do this
1: I'm ready to talk about whatever uh this was a uh a um, very fun Sunday of football. Yes. I'm, we were talking last week on the picks. And, you know, we were going through the games, and I said, I was like, it doesn't look like there's very many games here that are, you know, it would look like a gauntlet. This in week one really stuck out to me through these first four weeks <laughs> as far as matchups, where there was, a, it was almost like a late season NFL schedule where a lot of them, are you know either division games or just you know good matchups in general there was not a bad matchup on the schedule at all this week
0: no uh, not at all um i wanted to congratulate you real quick i mean obviously we do our picks later in the week but uh you went 11 and 4 this week and you are now one game ahead of me in the uh our yearly picks you did you had a good, had a very good week this week
1: I did. I kind of killed it. I kind of killed it.
0: Eleven and eleven and four works out. So you the money line bets for Kyle. If you're listening and went off Kyle's bet, you probably made a lot of money this weekend.
1: <laughs> <laughs> but uh, uh, yeah, new- I mean, we kind of said that. We kind of said that going off our picks last week. we like, we have a lot. I think we had eight where we went opposite. So yeah. we knew it was going to be a flip week. And yeah, I, I gained gained an advantage. And we'll see how the rest of this long ass season goes. But. Oh, of course. Um, I'm already looking forward to this sunday uh I love this season like i I cannot get enough of this n f l season you know, I cannot
0: um so I haven't been able to watch as many Patriots games as I've wanted to. We haven't all year started off with the Patriots normally we started we normally it off, off with the Patriots because of the fact that not just because I haven't been able to watch as much as possible but not everyone's Patriots fans, but we're primarily, or obviously, just now a Patriots podcast and a sports podcast, whatever. Um, Bailey Zappi, New England, that was a Bill Belichick classic game that we watched. Obviously, Green Bay won twenty seven twenty four 24 at the gun on a field goal. But that was a classic Bill Belichick game that felt like a game that just, that felt weirdly right. Everything about that game, I liked what I saw. Green Bay needs to still get themselves sort, sorted out for sure. They have not a receiver problem, I would say, but they definitely have some chemistry issues right now. I think Romeo Dobbs can be become their number one, maybe not this year, but within the next couple of years. But I really liked what I saw out of New England. That defense was hellacious all day.
1: Listen, a uh, couple things like, you know, we talk about betting. That's one thing I said on on Friday I was sure as shit on was New England was gonna at least cover, mm-hmm. if not win, with Hoyer. You know, cause with a backup, Belichick clearly likes his team and likes his defense. Uh I've said before, like, and Belichick will tell you, they look at the first four weeks and now that the season's extended in the preseasons. You know taking away a game they look at Essentially the first five or six weeks Is preseason and uh, We've seen years I look Specifically at the year we had Darrell Revis, and we had a loaded defense I mean we've Had great defenses since then But I remember those first four Or five weeks really the first half of the Season we were Winning games but the defense wasn't playing at The level I mean, we went you, two and two and two counts. We
0: lost 41 to 14 to KC. Famous on to Cincinnati that was That was that year that was Bra that, yeah. was, that was the question. That was Bra- Is Brady done? Like, um, are we talking like, about <laughs> quarterback controversy with Brady and Belichick? Just didn't even say a word because he was like, "Come on, guys."
1: <laughs> <laughs> right, right. So, you know, that's what we're used to when it comes to Patriots teams, whether it's a loaded offense or a, a good defense. And this team was clicking defensively since week one, which told me a lot. And I said before the season, "Hey." We got a lot of pieces on offense, but if this Matt Patricia experience doesn't go well, then, you know, I'm kind of off this team. And Patricia, to his credit, has done very well these first four weeks. I mean, I, I've i said this a million times. I'd love nothing more than to hate on this guy. Like, I couldn't stand him when he was our defensive coordinator. He sucked as a Lions coach. We brought him back. I was ready for it to fail. And, uh, look, if I can give him credit, they're still Patriots fans. I was reading on Twitter on Sunday and, Makes my blood boil damn near. People talking about how shitty this coaching staff and how shitty this offense was on Sunday with their third string quarterback uh, in a game at Lambeau against Aaron Rodgers. That's a tough game with Mac Jones, let alone Brian Hoyer. Let alone Brian Hoyer goes down in your second offensive series, I believe.
0: Yeah, it, wasn't, and, it was I was going to say, I think he went down. Was it the second one or did he go down in the first? No, he went down in the second one. He went down in the second series. But he went out because he didn't come back in the game and then Bailey Zappi came in.
1: Yeah, and, you know, Zappi did way better than I expected. They obviously didn't make him do much. And, yeah, that was a game. That was a game all the way through. I mean, it could have been a damn high. You know what I mean? So, that shows you a lot of what Belichick thinks, thinks of this team. I don't know how much of the game you saw, but he was on the rest. of oh, the Oh, entire,
0: the entire game.
1: Yeah, he was on the refs case more than I've ever seen. Honestly, like even during Brady's years, I've never seen him at a refs ear that much. Like at least once each quarter, he was giving the ref shit. He feels uh, so.
0: He feels like this year has more. Ur- like as you just barely said, the defense has been kind of clicking from the start. Um, not every year it does. Obviously, like the '07 year, you remember it does because obviously they went seven or sixteen and zero during the regular season. But there are se- There has been certain seasons where that defense has just kind of clicked since week one. I think this year he knew with how loaded the AFC is and how, the, how much of a work in progress that offense was going to be, that something was going to – like you couldn't work the defense in. And it's not like you could just work like bacon wins to your division. So he's come out and really had a great game plan. And uh, Jack Jones at corner, he's looking real nice. I'm really yeah. liking what I'm seeing out of Jack Jones.
1: And I would first to I mean, I would say I think I think he does try to work. I think he's still working this defense and that's a scary uh, he's thing. Still, obviously even, he's still
0: learning, but like I mean, I just I don't know. I mean either this defense is already th- very, very good to the point where they didn't have to, but like it just feels like he knows that they need games early, so they've been trying to actually he's been really working out just a few I mean, obviously every game's been close. Mm-hmm. unless I'm forgetting, because obviously the Dolphins game was close, then they beat Pitt, Pittsburgh, they obviously, the Packers game went to OT, and then last week, why am I blanking on last
1: week? Ravens.
0: Ravens, yes, okay, and they, play, yeah, they played the Ravens pretty close. Obviously, Lamar was able to pull away a little bit in the fourth, but they played the Ravens through three quarters for sure close.
1: Yeah, I, I mean, I think... I think he's staying sticking to the script. I think they are chugging along slowly, but they're being competitive. You know, I think he still is taking these first five, six weeks slowly. I think this defense is ahead of schedule, which means if look I think they're going to rein it in with Mac whenever he comes back, whether that's two or three weeks, whether that's four weeks. I don't anticipate it'll be four weeks, but I think they're going to rein it in. They can run the ball dominantly. They proved that Sunday. The, uh, Green Bay has a good defense. They control the offensive line, the line of scrimmage. Five yards uh, to carry,
0: 167 yards rushing. If
1: carry. they can do that with their offense and they got talented wide receivers who can all get open, uh, look, they're going to be hard to beat. And that's it's as simple as that. And you talk about the AFC being loaded. I think what we've seen through the first four weeks here is the AFC is not as loaded as we thought. They all got upside. But, you know, teams like the Broncos, Chargers, specifically the NFC West minus – or sorry, AFC West minus the Chiefs, they all got problems. Uh, Tua's going to be out for a few weeks here. Dolphins aren't – I was going to say – There's warts everywhere. There's warts everywhere. I
0: was going to say, it's a low – it's a loaded. I was gonna say it's definitely a loaded. Um, I think it's still a loaded AFC, but I just think it's not a top-heavy loaded AFC. I think instead of everything, being – it's a
1: loaded middle class.
0: Like I thought, I thought a lot of t- there was gonna be like the Bills, the Chiefs, possibly the Ravens were gonna be like the A team, like the AA plus teams. There's gonna be a lot of A minus teams, the Bengals, the Chargers possibly Denver or Las Vegas, uh, Indianapolis, I thought was gonna be there prior to the season. Then there was gonna be I, a few B team and then like the Patriots, Dolphins, uh, there were gonna be a part of like that B B plus teams. There's a, there's like two A's and it's still to me that's gonna be Buffalo and Kansas City. And then there's A minus to B range are all kind of like mixed in.
1: Yeah, I would I would say those top three you mentioned Buffalo, KC in baltimore i'd say those are the three in the a and everyone else is a b plus and lower to me with warts and the way the patriots play defense combined with how they run the ball they can simplify it i mean that's that's exactly what belichick would want to do with a prime tom brady honestly like obviously you know they had the weapons and all that but that's what belichick wants to do is control the ball not turn the ball over uh and it's, get after it the quarterback. Feels
0: like a, if you if you just put Gronk and Brady on this, this feels like a regular Patriots team.
1: It really does. Yeah, no, like, You put Tom Brady. You put Tom Brady on, especially this team. Even you know, last year, but that was, that's these what are
0: saying this year's team. If you put just Brady and Gronk in it, because you've got the Edelman style guy and Jacoby Myers, who seems to always get open and be there when you need it. You've got players you don't really know like the Chris Hogan's I mean Nelson Aguilar's are kind of like Chris Hogan got behind the defense randomly at times just because he was just some random white guy that people didn't think could play um but they were just like players like that this team would have fit perfectly you've got a dual-headed monster in the backfield with Damian Harris and Ramondre Stevenson a good offensive line and obviously defensively I love having Judon because it feels for the first time really, I mean, Trey Flowers was good, but it feels like the first time really since Chandler Jones. We have an elite guy guy who can really get to the pass rusher one-on-one against most because Elton Jenkins Jenkins is a very good tackle. He's one of the best right tackles in football, and uh, Matthew Judon was winning the battle the majority of the time throughout the game.
1: Yeah, they've been able to get pressure consistently, whether it's whether it's Wise, whether it's Judon, whether it's... We haven't heard a lot of Uche, Uche mm-hmm. Josh Uche this season, but I'm hoping he comes along you know, more so later as the season goes on because he will be in that pass rushing role. We got Jamie Collins back, <laughs> which is what we do every couple of years, I guess, is bring Jamie Collins back. And he's obviously got a abil- ability to ba- rush the pass rusher, to play in coverage, so... I don't know. I can't wait to see where this season goes. I've never been so optimistic at 1 and 3.
0: And the last but. I was say, the last thing I do want to say is I did have the Patriots at the end at 9 and 8 and I had them 1 and 3. I thought they were going to lose to the Packers. I thought they were going to lose to the Ravens and I thought they were going to split with the Dolphins. The first one being in Miami, I thought they were losing to the Dolphins. So they lost every game that I expected them to lose. I figured they'd beat the Steelers. So I they so uh, for me and what my expectations were, they're on schedule. Now they play the Lions, the Browns, the Bears, the Jets, the Colts, the Jets out of those five they can easily go three and two if not four and one. So I mean yeah. like, I mean like the Browns have played teams tough. The Bears are two and two, but eh, the Lions have played the Lions have a very good offense their defense is not great. The Colts we don't know anymore. I thought that was gonna be a really tough game. that game might be easier than I expected and then two Jets games. Which obviously Robert Salah has the defense playing solid and that team plays that pl- team plays hard, but Zach Wilson can be a turnover waiting to happen, so they easily could go three and two and they by the end of that they're one and three they went three and two they could almost be a four either four and five or five and four by that stretch going into that last stretch of the season.
1: I think they'll be exactly where they want to be going into that November December stretch uh I would anticipate again, I don't know. But i would I would anticipate that if Hoyer can play this Sunday I don't we' get ordered.
0: will I think it might be Bailey zappy again I'm not actually mad at it. <laughs> I yeah, it I would be
1: yeah I mean you know another full I guess he split reps with Hoyer. I'd feel more confident with Hoyer just because he's he's a safe quarterback like zappy like they're not gonna let Zappi do anything that he can't do they're gonna say you know if you don't see anything either take the sack or throw it away, you know? Whereas Hoyer you could at least go deep with sometimes. You know what I mean? If he's got a receiver open, they're gonna let him throw that. So I'd rather see Hoyer in there. But if we mm. can get Zappi for two weeks just controlling the ball, I feel like we can run on the Lions. Oh yeah. Uh, oh yeah. The Lions the Lions have one of the better O lines in the league. But oh, I mean this defense.
0: Offensively the Lions this year have been elite. Like I mean I'm yeah. not saying they are elite offensively, but this year they have been one I mean of they're the, proven to be. I say, they're one, they're, to be. they're one of the three best teams. Like they have a great, great rushing attack. Amon Ross is the real deal. They have obviously a very good tight end in TJ Hawkinson, who woke up for every fantasy owner out there who had probably had him on the bench because he's been doing nothing. Sorry if you had him in your lineup, hallelujah, because you probably won your week because of it. Um, Josh Reynolds has a connection with golf, like that. Team that offense. That offense is legitimately a really good offense. It's just that defense right now is Swiss cheese. So the pass against uh, the pass and against the run. So Zappy might get even like if it's him or Hoyer, they might be able to get to two hundred, two hundred and fifty yards possibly just because off of play action alone.
1: Really? So, yeah. Honestly, I, mean, I was gonna say. Uh,
0: like, I mean, the Seahawks. I mean, Geno Smith and the Seahawks put up forty-eight, and no one's saying their offense is world-beater. So. We'll yeah. See. Gino
1: Gino quietly outplaying Russell Wilson, by the way. <laughs> Gino the
0: quietly top five for or top like eight for MVP right now. <laughs> I don't think it's gonna stay, obviously, but
1: I think his I mean, I think his stats are pretty generic right now. I think there's six touchdowns and two interceptions, but he's definitely playing well the Seahawks doing their thing i mean if you're going toe to toe with the Lions, 108
0: quarterback rating over a thousand yards so far 77 percent completion percentage
1: damn that's nuts i
0: was gonna say after like obviously after mahomes Allen, lamar probably sake one with how the giants are looking so far you could put geno in the top 10 for mvp
1: <laughs> yeah which is
0: which is extremely crazy. early but yeah oh i mean and of Gino, course no i'm Gino's just I'm got, the, yeah i'm basically just saying he's doing well this year so far
1: no he is he is for sure yeah, and uh it. no it's great and i think the patriots i think they beat the lions i really do i don't want to give away some picks here but i think they beat the lions i don't see the lions putting up 30 plus against the pats especially with Goff's history against belichick i think i think they'll be able to get the bell or uh get to Goff pretty well in that defense. think Belichick will scheme some things. I think he'll throw us the ball a time or two. Uh, I mean, shit, we gave Rodgers problems on Sunday. Goff, who we have history with, I think it'll be not a rough day, but not an easy day at all for him by any means. Mm-hmm. And I believe that game's in New England off the top. I can look it up. but I believe the game's at home. So, yeah. Yes, and I believe yes. the past is favored. So, I don't know. We'll see. It's going to be another great week of football. There's easier games this week to pick against, whereas last week there was so many 50-50 games to me. But uh,
0: Oh, yeah, this, yeah. Week, no, oh, this week there's a lot of spreads that are crazy. Like the Buffalo Bills are two touchdown favorites over Pittsburgh. But, I, which is kind of wild because you don't see two touchdown favorites all that often. Unless you're, you're going gonna, to college.
1: See, yeah, no, you're going to see them. With the Bills against the lesser teams, uh, it'll be interesting to see how Pickett does with the Steelers team going forward. He obviously brought some energy to the team after they benched Trubisky, but uh, you know the Jets pulled off the comeback win. Like I said, the middle class is just so wide, which is why I picked the totals at the beginning of the season that I did. You know, I went over on a lot of the bad teams just because a the season length, and I don't think aside from the Bears. I don't think there's that many truly awful teams. The Bears would be the only team I'm off of as far as the lower class. We're talking about the middle class. I'm all the way the fuck off the of Colts. Colts are they're DOA. I can't I can't pick anything with the Colts right now.
0: I don't, I, I don't know man. I thought the Colts were going to be good this year. I was like they went to the, they went to the playoffs. Oh, they were actually sorry, they were a game away from the playoffs last year. They had Carson Wentz I was like, okay, Matt Ryan obviously didn't have the greatest season in Atlanta, but it's Atlanta, so I was giving him the benefit of the doubt, and then I expected, okay, Jonathan Taylor's going to get running again, be the best running back in football again, and that hasn't happened. The Colts haven't happened, and they're looking bad, and that as the season goes on, that Chiefs win may look more and more like an aberration as the season goes on. Man.
1: Yeah, they just don't play inspired football at all. No. Um, Derrick
0: Henry looked inspired this week, though.
1: He did. I like the way Tennessee looks. They're you know they backed up their win with another win, and then they get the Commanders this week. I mean, you know things. You win two or three in a row in the NFL, things really change for you. You know, especially early on.
0: Yeah, I was say, without uh, Traylon Burks, it's going to be a little tough. I mean, obviously he was looking like their best receiver, um, it's like Robert Woods is still there. Robert Woods. Caught a touchdown last week, but Traylon Burks was looking like kind of Ryan Tannehill's go-to guy throughout the first part of the season, so it'll be interesting to see the adjustment there, but they got King Henry running like King Henry again. They'll That's 30 carries a game.
1: Yeah, he's looking fast again, so I mean, we'll see. We'll see. I mean, there's there's so much so many teams that I just want to jump off right now. I want to say so many, but you you take the Rams last night. The oh, uh, Rams look oh I'm off terrible. the
0: Rams. I mean I wasn't really on the Rams, but I'm off the Rams. I mean I think they're going to make the playoffs just because I don't think the NFC is great right now. So I think like almost by default they'll make the playoffs. But that's man. exactly
1: where I'm at. But man. that's exactly where I'm at. I think they get to the playoffs, but it's going to be a struggle. And if Seattle at all, if they at all can remain in that seven eight wins. That's a team that could steal a game from the Rams and fuck it up for them, you know, and oh, be in yeah, that
0: hundred percent.
1: Because the Cardinals don't look like anything, no. You know, they, the only thing they can do is beat the Panthers. <laughs> yeah, beat the Panthers if Kyler's playing backup backyard football. That's their best bet. Oh, but dude, I-, I saw
0: I-, I saw one of the craziest stats I've ever seen in my entire life. It's a Matt Rule stat. I don't know if you if you saw it, but I, I, Matt Rule is one in twenty six in games where the other opposing team scores seventeen or more points.
1: Oh, that's a bad stat. That's the worst stat terrible. I've
0: ever. So basically, you you have to be elite on defense or you're losing the game. Seventeen's <laughs> not
1: hard to come by.
0: That, two touchdowns on a field goal throughout sixty minutes is not that difficult. That is that's
1: that's basically bare minimum in today's offense. Really, honestly,
0: it's it was obviously like this week alone. We only had three or four teams that didn't, or five teams that didn't meet out of out of thirty two that didn't meet seventeen. And one of them was the Panthers. So the other four, we had four teams that didn't hit seventeen.
1: Yeah, he might get fired if they lose this week. I would fire
0: that stat alone made me want to fire him today.
1: Like, i was bullet i was bullish on him or not him but the i was panthers. bullish on baker and the panthers just off their schedule they and are. them having an okay team like they got an okay squad over there uh but i mean we've seen it with because i mean he's i believe he's an offensive coach and we've seen it with a lot of offensive coaches who jump from coordinator to head coach where they just can't Motivate the team, but they're good at exits and o's, and it just doesn't work out. We've seen it with Ben McAdoo, even though they made it to the playoffs, we've seen it with Josh McDaniels. Uh, who's the other one I'm picking up? Uh, one right now, and uh, and with the Broncos, Nathaniel, Nathaniel Hackett. Hackett, you know, you see it a lot. Uh, I want to give just... a
0: round of applause for Russell Wilson getting over 16 points this week for the first time in the season. Good for him. It wasn't a loss, but like <laughs> it took until week four for you to get over sixteen. wasn't far over, but I mean, you still got over by at least by six points, so good for him or seven. I yeah, only
1: three. I mean, it's truly any given Sunday. You never know. And speaking of which, Colts Broncos is Thursday. I'm just going to ask you right now before, uh, actually, no, we'll cover the games for. I mean, whatever games you want to talk about Sunday.
0: Um, honestly. Going through, I feel like I, I got to talk uh, Chiefs, Buccaneers. That was a fun one. Um, Actually,
1: fuck all that. Fuck all that. What's improv right here? What's up? Little little bus action like we played last last Ooh, week,
0: right? Okay,
1: okay. Um, Can I give you a team I'm all the way on the bus on? Yeah, I'd love to hear it. That I was not expecting?
0: Love to hear it.
1: The Dallas Cowboys.
0: Get, listen... Th- uh, I'll let you explain exactly why, but all I wanted to say was that defense is real. That that front's real. Demarcus Lawrence looks like a human again. Um, obviously, they got Michael Parsons, Anthony Barrett, backer's been playing well, Leighton Vanderesh. And then you have a ball hawk and Trevon Diggs in the, back, in the back end. So when you've got that kind of pass rush, you're going to start throwing them up to them. You're going to see those pick numbers start going up. No, the Cowboys look for real. If they can keep that running game consistent, they'll be scary.
1: I think the Eagles are better, but I think yeah. the Cowboys keep going the way they're going. Uh they're obviously a wild card team. Uh this defense, I mean, this defense has had talent for years, but we've seen them give up big yardage, and that's just not the case. This team, much like the Patriots, much like the Niners, just looks so athletic and fast on defense. And that's scary. You mix that with a pass rush.
0: It's literally the Micah Parsons effect. I think when you have that kind of electrifying guy, it makes because they've had talent places like they had Jalen Smith and Leighton Van Der Esch when they were playing well. They've had so at linebacker that was that held things. It was kind of like what Levante David and Devin White are to the Bucks now. They were just great sideline to sideline. But when you have the thing that teams it's hardest to play against is a pass rusher that is elite. And when you have an elite pass rusher, it can wreck your entire offense because when you're dropping back to pass, play actions may not work anymore because you have to take three seconds to do or two or three seconds to do that and with someone like Micah, he can be in the backfield in that it's not he's only has four sacks on the season in four games it's obviously good, but it's just the attention now that you pay for him Demarcus Lawrence is showing why now why you gave him a hundred million you got like people like that are starting to pl- come and play and it's like okay, this defense looks really good. They look really I mean, obviously they've played the Bucks, Bengals, Giants, the Commanders, so it'll be nice to see them against the Rams too. But that and then obviously Cooper Rush Mania.
1: So let me ask you that. Let's get another uh, bus right here. Cooper Rush, Dallas Cow- Cowboys starting quarterback. Driving the bus, passenger off the bus. Where are you at on that?
0: I'm a passenger. So here's the thing. I'll be on the bus I could be on the bus for that, like driving it in about 18 days. If they beat the Rams, which is more than possible, and they play the Eagles and either play a real, real close game with the Eagles or beat the Eagles, I don't see how you take them out. Because that would mean they've won four in a row at that point, if not five in a row at that point. And regardless of how Dak is when he comes back, I I just think the momentum, we've seen this in the NFL plenty of times. I mean, we saw it with Tom. We saw it, I think Mark Bolger came in for Kurt Warner. We've got, I was about to say say Dak came in for Tony Romo. Like we've had it plenty of times in the NFL where a backup quarterback, when the backup quarterback comes in and they catch lightning in a bottle and you're like, well, let's roll with it. And I don't see why you wouldn't roll with it.
1: Yeah, he's very comfortable in this offense. Uh, I don't want to give too much away here for picks again, but I more than think the Cowboys have a great chance on a, Sunday. Let's uh, just say that.
0: Would the Okay, I don't think you're giving much away. With the Rams team that I just saw, and I think the Cowboys defense is close to on par with the 49ers defense, the, uh, the Rams team... As we were talking about, they don't look great because they have no offensive line right now. So I mean, obviously Andrew Whitworth retiring completely hurt them. They have no second option because Allen Robinson and Matthew Stafford don't have a rapport. Odell's hurting them there. Their defense isn't the exact same. Their defense is playing well, but their defense doesn't have the same level of potency where they can really, really keep them in games. So that team so the rushing attack's worse, because the offensive line's worse, that team is That team is Matthew Stafford to Cooper Cup. That is pretty much what it is. Like, that's... They can't... Matthew Stafford... Oh, goodness. Go on. They're
1: going to have trouble scoring against good defenses. They cannot score against a great defense. The Niners have a great defense. The Cowboys have a great defense. I see... I see Sunday being more of the same. And if Cooper Rush... I mean, he's been smart with the ball. If he's not turning the ball over... Because, I mean, the Rams defense can force turnovers. They still got talent. But if he plays well... And they get that win, especially with him playing well. And it's not like a uh, they grind it out game, uh, you know. And then I do they have the Eagles the the week after that? Yes. The very next week yeah. is that? I'm assuming that's at Philly. I
0: think it's in Philly. If he goes to the city of brotherly love and win af, wins after playing the Rams, I don't think that gets the job back. And I think that, and I mean that just goes to show the. Uh, Dak's a better quarterback. I'm never going to try to make it seem like he's not. It's just like when something's rolling, it's rolling. But that also shows that like the level of Dak. Because regardless, this Cooper Rush could be doing the same thing with Patrick Mahomes. Like if St. Patrick Mahomes is out for six weeks, the second Patrick Mahomes is healthy, regardless of whatever Cooper Rush does, Patrick Mahomes would come back in, or Josh Allen would come back in, Lamar would come. You know what I mean? Like they, mm-hmm. none of them, regardless, would be out. I don't care if they went 13 and 0. The second Mahomes is a hundred percent healthy, he's back in the game. So because they're just they're that next level. So it just kind of shows with Dak, as I think he's a top like twelve to thirteen quarterback in the league, roughly around that ramp, eight to thirteen range. He's not elite elite, which makes this thing a conversation, even though it probably shouldn't be yet.
1: But it is. Yeah. You know. What I, you mean- I mean. Yeah. I would say this. I think Dax, a tad, just a tad. I'm making the tiny fingers uh, gesture right now. I, just a tad overrated. Just a tad overrated. I think. Look, if he was available next year, I'd probably take him over Mac Jones, right? Yeah, like I, I, I would take him words. over Mac. Uh, but do I think he's elite? Elite? No. Do I think he's? I think he's pretty good. You know what I mean? I think he's right there. In the Kirk Cousins range, I really yeah, do. No,
0: that's that's exactly that range he's in. He's not he's not the top four, and then he's not Burrow. He's not Herbert. He's not uh, obviously. I was just, we were talking about Lamar. I would take Matt Stafford, Tom Brady, Aaron Rodgers, Mahomes, Allen. Like he's not those guys. He would be in that. P.L. People it depends how you feel on Kyler. It'd be like Kyler, Dak, Kirk Cousins, Derek Carr, like that kind of range of quarterbacks where you could start debating on who is who in that range. But that was
1: pretty. Oh, sorry to cut you off. I was gonna say he's really weird because I don't feel like he has. Like cousins can just have an awful game once in a while. I don't feel like Dak has awful games, or I don't feel like he shows up in prime time and just shits in bed. But I don't feel like he elevates either. I feel like he never really rises above what he usually is, which is pretty good. But I don't feel he's
0: had a few moments like the Packers playoff game where Aaron Rodgers hits. Oh God! Why can't I think of the Titans' name? He hit on the sideline, and the double Mason Crosby uh, field goal game. That playoff game, Dak played great. He has like a, he has a play here, play there. He had a couple plays against the Rams a few years back. But like, you're right. It's not. You can't really think back to Dak games where you're like, oh wow, like he just like took over the game. Like I can think of like certain games during the regular season. I guess he had like one week. The year they didn't make the playoffs, they went 9-7. and seven. He had won Week 17 of the season against the Redskins at the time. They were the Redskins. Um, but, like, obviously you can point to Mahomes, Brady, Allen, Lamar. You can point to all the really good quarterbacks in the league, and you can just think of moments like that moment there. With him, it's, you don't really have those moments to grasp. He's just a good quarterback.
1: Yeah, he's really weird. It's really weird to evaluate. Yeah. Um, but i was thinking about this over the weekend like damn if cooper rush keeps us up like what would i do as an nfl coach and i think what i would do in a situation where dak is really talented uh is that especially if he wins these this next week and at least goes toe to toe with the eagles let's say win. right yeah. say it's a field game and they lose or they win whichever yeah they lose
0: 27-24 yeah. or something like that to philly like
1: i would keep i would keep him in there and i would tell him I don't know how they do this. If you had them both in the room, if you told them individually. But I would say Dak's the starting quarterback. But Cooper Rush is the starting quarterback right now. And as soon as Cooper Rush had one bad game, I would sub Dak in. You know what I mean? Like, as soon as he had a really bad showing or it was evident that it was his fault, that'd be it. You know what I mean? Because he's the backup quarterback at the end of the day. But you want to ride that high hand. You can't, oh. it, you can't take out a high hand like that, which, you know... It's always funny to me, and I just got to bring the Patriots back into it. It's so funny to me when people say like how Brady was supposed to win all those Super Bowls and shit like that. I'm like, bro, he was a sixth round quarterback, 199th pick. And on top of that, Bledsoe, I mean, I forget this, but Bledsoe, he was a number one overall pick when he was drafted. I think he was the highest-paid
0: quarterback in the league at the time he got injured.
1: Yeah, like Belichick made an all-time gutsy call there because nobody would have faulted him to bring back Drew Bledsoe. I mean, you know, Tom Brady was a game manager, but the team was just clicking, you know, and he was getting the ball out quick, which is what Belichick likes, you know? I mean, Be- Bledsoe, that's kind of his downfall is he held onto the the ball a lot. That was always the knock on him. Mm-hmm. But, you know, he had a big arm, obviously all the talent, but... So, awesome. I mean, these decisions are tough. I'm really interested to see how the Cowboys... Handle it because yeah, there's a situation where Cooper Cush Cooper Cush, Cooper Rush, tomato tomata, he could be six and oh when Dak's ready to come back. Okay, and, I think I think Dak's being evaluated today or tomorrow. Yeah, honestly.
0: but Jerry Jones said like two days ago he can't grip a football. So there's no way he's coming back. He's he's adamant that he's gonna be able to come back this week. He will not be back this week. I don't think I think even I think for Dak's best sake him playing against the Rams. like if the Rams were to like beat up on Cooper Rush, the Cooper Rush mania would calm down and so Dak would be able to have a bad game. But could you imagine if could you imagine if Cooper Rush at the 425 prime time slot beats the Rams? And then just just for this conversation, then the next week in the Sunday night window beats the Eagles and then Dak's ready to come back and Dak comes back. And they, play, it's the gonna Li- be real and they play the Lions and say Dak, because it's obviously his first game back, he's a little rusty. They play a real close game with the offense with the Lions. They play like 28 24 and he throws two picks. People are like, or for say they lose that game just because the Lions offense is able to put up points. Not going to be great for Dak. Like, I just don't see. I don't see. Cooper Rush has to do bad before you put Dak in for Dak's sake and for. Just the team's sake because they're rolling, in my opinion. But I mean, obviously, I'm not the guy making the moves there. So,
1: all uh, right, let me ask you said you had some uh, Chiefs Bucks thoughts. Is that correct?
0: Yeah, I was going to get into that game because you asked about, um, I was just saying during that game, obviously, Mahomes is a video game. Mahomes reminds me so much of Steph NBA wise yep. because you see, he just. The green light for Steph is the same green light for Mahomes. Like Mahomes is able to make any throw that he wants to. So you see the you see the spin and then you see the step back. The As I said, the spin move, step back, step to the side, fade away. As you see from Curry pulling up from thirty eight with a guy on his back on his hip. It's like you just see those kind of things. Like the comparisons between those two is just so real
1: to me. But. Go on. The spin move. That's why we're in the light skin era, by the way. Team light skin winning. But I mean, that spin move over the head throw, like while getting while kind of jumping over a defender, like he kind of took out his ankles there. That was insane. Like that was that was one of the more exciting plays we've ever seen. Rarely do you see, unless it's Lamar, uh, a spin move like that out of the pocket. Like that was insane. Like you got to be on the sideline too. You got to be a sick individual to even think of that. And he does a spin move, and then he doesn't even throw the ball. He literally like almost does a hook shot, falling out of bounds, and then throws a touch. Like that was insane. Yeah, no, that's that's... Mahomes is say what you want because there's a lot of Mahomes haters out there, but he's exciting to watch. Like, how do you not at least enjoy some of the throws this guy makes or some of the plays this guy makes?
0: It's like as a coach, as I say, that's why I made the draw between him and Steph. Like as a coach, you look at it and you're like. I would be, I mean, I understand some of this is going to backfire. Like, obviously, the, Mahomes has thrown some interceptions like last year in the playoffs against the Bengals. He threw, a, he threw a bad interception in overtime, trying to take a shot. You've got Steph Curry, say, 2016, the behind-the-back pass, out-of-bounds in, the fi- in Game 7 of the Finals. You have moments where they're like, eh. But you, that, you have to live with those because if you hemmed him in, plays like that on Sunday night don't happen. The left-handed throws, like, whatever. I mean, I understand not everything. I was going to say, I think people sometimes, I, I don't think sometimes the people almost try to go overboard on Mahomes to compensate for people, like, hating on him. But he's just such a fun guy to watch. Like, he's just must-see TV. It's the same with Lamar to me. Like, when Lamar's in the open field, he's just so electric. Like, they're just must-see TV. And I don't understand how, I don't understand how you hate it. I understand, obviously, you not being a fan of it because, like, you support, like, you're a Chargers fan or you're a Raiders fan and you're, like, I don't like Mahomes because that's for your team. But saying that, you're like, oh, man, that game's just boring to watch or, like, I don't like watching him. Come on. Like, it, he's just so much fun.
1: It's he funny was, listening to you say that because I remember his first, like, full season, maybe yeah, even yeah. second. I don't know. I when he'd make, like, a, ridicu- <laughs> he made a ridiculous play. And I remember you being like, uh ah, whatever, or something like that. Yeah, that but. was
0: the fandom in me. That wasn't the that wasn't like me actually. I was I was really the Patriots fan in me because I knew we were gonna see him. And I was like, eh, it's whatever. Like, come on. <laughs> but I guess it's it's really no, he really is just he's just fun to watch. He's really is what fun else, to watch.
1: What else you got for me in this Chiefs Bucks oh. game?
0: Um, I was just gonna say, obviously the Chiefs offense was that was a revenge game for them, as we we're kind of talking about going into it. So I don't take put too much stock in that for the Bucks defense. Chiefs were on one. Mahomes obviously made great plays. You're going to have that as a defense. What I did like to see though was the Bucks offense started to look nice. Like obviously the it was game one. You have Evans. You have Godwin. Julio played a little bit. You've got Russell Gage. You've got people and Brady. Because I was I was interested to see because obviously Brady had started the year a little lax. I was interested to see how he was going to look, and three, 39 of fifty two, three eighty five, three touchdowns, no picks. You can, obviously are going to live with that. So Brady looked fine. So that was the one thing I wanted to take away. In this, we could see it again. Like there's no team. Obviously the Eagles in the NFC, but other than that. I wouldn't say there's a team better than the Bucks. Like, the, the Packers still have things to figure out. The Cowboys, obviously, like, obviously the Cowboys' defense is real, but that offense, I wouldn't put it on the – like, I think the Bucks defense is very comparable to that Cowboys' defense and the Bucks offense I'm taking. So, I really think it would just be between them and the, and the Eagles right now, but as the two best teams in the NFC. so And then the Chiefs are looking like the best team in the AFC. So, like – we could see a re- re- repeat of the Super Bowl two years ago in Glendale. Not that I'm going pr- to set up a pred- prediction right now, but I just think it's interesting because I think we could see it again.
1: Back to the bus. The, the bus. bus. The bus game. Yep. You talk about <laughs> NFC teams. Yep. give uh, you a team I'm all in on who I think is better than the Bucks right now that I'm driving the bus for, and that's the 49ers of San Francisco. Ooh,
0: okay, so but what is so you're on the bus that they're the second best team in the NFC.
1: Yeah, I'll go with that. Okay. I mean, I'm I think they're a contender period, but yeah, I'll go on record and say Eagles then the Niners then the Bucks probably. I would, and then the then the Packers after that. I would take
0: the Bucks over the 49ers. And it has to come down to quarterback for me. I just I just think cuz I again the Bucks defense is one of the best in the league as the 49ers are. So I think their defenses in a way are a wash. I like both defenses are amazing.
1: I think the Niners defense is better.
0: I It's hard to say that because obviously you're coming off of a Bucks game where they let up 41 but it was to the Chiefs. Otherwise they allowed 27 points to three different teams this year. So I can't I'm not going to say they're just definitively better. I would put them on par right now. Personally, that's me. If you want to say they're a little better, that's fine. But offensively, I think the Bucks are just better than... A little bit better than the 49ers. And it really comes down to... I like, obviously, Tom much better than I like Jimmy G. Because it's not the weapons-wise. Because Sam Fran... Has weapons. They got Debo. They got Brandon Ayuk. They got George Kittle. They got Jeff Wilson and Elijah Mitchell when he does come back. Kyle Usechek's been the best football in the league for the last like half decade. You've got um, you've got uh, people, and then that offensive line is a, a very good offensive line. They're missing Trent Williams right now, but when he comes back, that'll be even a better offensive line. So that team is really really good. Don't get me wrong; they're definitely going to be a con- in the contender. They're going to be a contender for sure. I just like the Bucks a little more.
1: I do want to point out the Niners have not allowed over 19 points this season.
0: And the Bucs were in the same boat until they played the Chiefs. They're in the and, same. Uh, I was going to say the Bucks hadn't allowed over 10 points or 13 points. Before that game, Niners, they did 27 in three games. It was 14, I think.
1: Niners, they got the Panthers next, Falcons after that, the Chiefs after that 425 game. Then they got the Rams again. Chargers, Cardinals, they could, they could do some damage. They could pile up the wins here. And they just play so much more confident with Jimmy G as their quarterback. But I think you are going to see them play even more—not reckless—but they're going to take even more chances on defense. Uh, the their lone game that they gave up, they gave up nineteen to the Bears in that monsoon of the game. And uh, I don't know. I think it's going to be similar to what New England, where they're controlling the time of possession. They're gonna rush the passer. You can't really run on them. And then Jimmy G is gonna make safe throws. And you've got Debo there. Debo and uh Kelsey Kittle as his two favorite targets. Uh and the way they run the ball, they're gonna be extremely tough oh, to beat. For especially sure. for the especially for the Bucks. Styles make fights and I can't wait to see the track meet of a style they play versus this Niners team. Because yeah, if that's our NFC Championship, I'd be very happy with that. Yeah, I would uh, love,
0: I'd love to see that. I would absolutely love to see that in the NFC Championship game. I thought we were going to see it last year in the NFC Championship
1: not to, game. Not to mention the Eagles right now look like the class of the league. Oh yeah, the Eagles They're are great.
0: The Eagles, the other say they even got down. They faced a little adversity too. They got down fourteen nothing, and they still, they still came back against a good, not great, but a good Jacksonville team. So they definitely they beat up on
1: Trevor Lawrence.
0: It's gonna. I mean, obviously. Obviously, the, with the Eagles, you can just tell by like looking at their team, they've got a great offensive line, a great defensive line. Darius Slay in the back end has been playing phenomenal. He's been one of the best corners in football this year. So it's the only thing that's going to be tough with them is like you'll be able to just see it, but they don't have many real tests other than the Cowboys for the rest of the season. Actually, that's right. No, they have one. They have the Packers on the 27th. But other than that, like, they don't have, like, too many test games. Like, where, like, you see, like, the Bucks, like, at the end of the season, they have a couple barometer games. You see them play the Bengals and things like that. Yeah, a lot of teams have those just because they were the top teams. But the Eagles don't really have many of those. That Packers game is really going to be in, uh, one of those ones. But, obviously, I'm not trying to take anything away from them at all. because they no, are, I mean,
1: that's, that's exactly why I had them as the best record because yeah. they have such a a cake schedule. And, and uh, it's more gonna, cake than
0: we thought because I thought the Colts were going to be better. I thought there were a couple teams that were going to be better. So I,
1: yeah. The only games I see them losing, let's see, they got the Cardinals. They could randomly lose that game, but I don't see it. I don't. They're, the Cowboys with Cooper Rush on a Sunday night at home. If they should win that game. They could lose that game. Then they got the Steelers, the Texans, the Commanders, the Colts. If the Colts wake up by then, maybe. The Packers, like you said, on the 27th. That's going to be a real test. And then that Titans game is nothing to sneeze at. It's at home, though. Uh, But I think that could be something. But the Giants, they can't. They're such a weird team. The Giants can pull out games and they can run the ball. But they got 77 yards passing out of their quarterbacks combined this week. Daniel Jones is really banged up. So, you know, they're an interesting team. But you can never count out the NFC East battles because they are, especially the Giants games. That's a heated rivalry. And especially the Cowboys games, obviously. But, uh, you know, if Dak's playing at a high level, those are the ones besides that Packers game.
0: Yeah, I was gonna say the Packers, the two Cowboys games, and then obviously the division games. You won't be able to like blow past in that Titans game, especially depending what the weather and is there too. Because in December, Philly could be snowing there. That could blow. And it's well. Packers at home.
1: Yeah. At home. So like all their all their tough games are favorable, and their division games, you know, you obviously split. But yeah. all their all their one off games that. Might be questionable. <laughs> They're at home more or less. I was gonna
0: say there's it's really hard to find four losses on this roster. I mean you had them thirteen and four, and it's really hard to find four. It's really hard yeah. to find four. So like, they, they, might, they, they could be they fourteen might and three, fifteen and two. They could border on that. And I'm not That's even just saying that to say it, but like they they could be bordering on that. Their schedule is just so simple. But they just don't they won't have a they might not be tested, tested, ready for it, but also at the same time we don't obviously we can't predict the future project the future and everything like that. It's just gonna be different because a lot of times it's good for teams because you you have the Bucks who've already seen the Rams, you've had the Packers who've already seen the Bucks, you've had the Rams who've seen obviously the 49ers twice. It's hard like the Eagles other than the Packers once are gonna see none of the teams that will probably play in the playoffs other than maybe Minnesota. They, probably, they might see Minnesota.
1: All depends on the standing shakeout. Oh, well, of course.
0: But, I mean, just like they're, I mean, as they did, I would say, I mean, they've they played
1: the Bucks and they got the Eagles later, so.
0: Yeah, I mean, as of their schedule looks right now, this throughout this entire year, they might play two, four playoff teams, which is crazy. They may only play and, four four or five, probably five, because either the Colts or the, yeah, probably four or five playoff teams, which is yeah. wild to think.
1: Yeah, and we'll find out. Like, if they lose some of these games, that's when you can say, okay, maybe the Eagles are a little fraudulent if they're losing the teams they should beat. You know what I yeah, mean? But sure. So far, so far, every facet of the game, they've looked great. Hurts Her, in the pocket has been Better super impressive. Super impressive. Like, he was the one question mark on this team, and he looks... Very comfortable. Their offensive line is obviously great, but you know, you talk about a defense that's flying around making plays. The Eagles are that. Uh, They got a ton of uh, talent on offense, and yeah, if Hurst is making good decisions, living comfortably in the pocket, good luck beating this team. Green Bay, Tampa, anybody. Good luck beating them. But I mean, yeah, they control control the
0: line of scrimmage there. Um, But the one, oh, another thing that I did want to mention real quick was before before you do that let me just say sorry
1: where are you on the bus for them like if i say eagles nfc championship game where are you on the bus on that
0: not in the driver's seat but i'm probably first three rows on the bus
1: let me give you a couple rapid fire because we got to go here quick and then i'll let you get to your point brown's playoff team on the bus
0: uh, off, off the it button, where you at I'm off it off it
1: all the way off it off it yep i'm i'm damn near off it i'm damn near off it but I'm they, like, they're
0: they're they're interesting they'll definitely be i'm not trying to try and make it seem like they're not even gonna have a shot because obviously they'll be in that they'll be in that wild card race especially if they can be a 500 team when deshaun gets there but also deshaun hasn't played football in a while too so to expect him just to come in and be great is hard That'd be more of a next-year thing, but I'm I'm off the bus for that.
1: And you like the Chiefs better than the Bills right now, correct? Yes,
0: a little bit, just a little bit. Um, I just think – I just trust the offense so much. I mean, the Bills – I mean, I understand if you like the Bills a little bit more because that defense is so good, but I, I don't know. I just – it also comes down to just like – A feeling, a little sometimes. Like it's hard to explain, just like mathematically or statistically. But I just have a feeling. I just like the Chiefs a little bit more than the Bills.
1: Okay, and uh, let me see a few more here. And sorry if these repeat from last week, but let's just go here. Broncos playoff team. Broncos
0: off the bus. Okay, hold on just a second. One, two, three, four, five i'm off
1: yeah i'm off that too i'm
0: off i i, uh, I had to go through the um because i think as i say i think you got the bills the chiefs the chargers you got the ravens the Bengals, and you got a team from the afc south so that's six and so that's saying they're going to be better than the dolphins the raiders possibly the browns possibly another team from the afc south i'm off of it
1: a couple more i won't ask about the Lions because we went through them last week uh
0: Oh, I just wanted to say because I did say last week that it all depends for me on how the game looks if I'm on that bandwagon. I needed a win there. I'm still on the Lions bandwagon to go around to win at least eight games. So I'm still on that. Just wanted to say. I'm even,
1: that. Though, even though they almost gave up a 50 piece to uh, the Seahawks and Geno Smith, who you had as like what, a two or three win team? Uh,
0: Three, I think, yeah. Yeah no um so, no I was to say maybe I was to say I was maybe wrong about the bottom of the about the bottom of the NFC a little bit which is fine um that's fine uh but yeah no I'm still still eight nine at least they got the Lions there I had them seven and ten before season I got eight and nine I gotta ride strong with them even if I fall off
1: that'll lead me to the next one Falcons NFC wild card where are you on that I'm off that.
0: I think I think I think they're gonna. Be, I think they're a frisky team. I think they're a team that are gonna play that's gonna play teams close. I was definitely wrong about their win total. That's fine. But um, you've got the Vikings, you got the Packers, you got the Bucks, you've got the 49ers. you got the Rams, you've got the Eagles, you've got the probably Cowboys. So I got those seven in as of right now. So I don't have the Falcons in the playoffs.
1: I'm probably a passenger on that. I could see it happening. It would take a lot, but I think they're disciplined enough. They play. They play smart football is what they play. You know what I mean? They, they can, know what they are,
0: which is always a good thing to have.
1: They're playing to whatever level their competition is, and Mariota's looking better than expected. He really is. Let me see who else we got here. We didn't say in the pass, did we? So, pass, playoff team. Where are you on that? Patriots, do you say? Yeah. Okay. So,
0: sorry. I. I. Sorry. I kind of said pass, not Pat. <laughs> uh, so I was like, oh, who, the, who? Who is the pass team? Um. Nope. Passenger, midway on the bus, but I'm a passenger on it. I'm not off of it just because I think one, depending on how long two is out. As I told you, I think definitely the Bills, the Chiefs, the Chargers, the Ravens, the Bengals, and obviously an AFC South team. So they could be definitely fighting for that seven with the. V- with vegas with the broncos with the dolphins with the browns with another aoc south team so I, th- I thought that was how it's going to be before so I'm still a passenger on that because I think they can get to 500 over these next five weeks
1: not a buzz question but neutral field everyone's healthy patriots dolphins who do you think is a better team
0: I would probably lean the dolphins just because their offense is so explosive Mm. I don't think – I think if you're just neutral field who's better, I would lean the Dolphins, who I would pick in a game.
1: Well, same thing. Well, I was to say,
0: well, I would probably lean the Dolphins, but obviously I think the Patriots could win a game against them. So I would probably lean the Dolphins slightly. Not by much, but I'd slightly lean the Dolphins.
1: Okay, okay. Uh, so the
0: Patriots definitely can play with them though. So that no, no, no thoughts they can't there, but probably lean them.
1: Okay. Okay. And one more, one more random team, mm-hmm. uh, the New Orleans Saints playoff team. No, on off, uh, yeah, not off. No, no, he no, said no,
0: no. <laughs> just no, no. I'm off that. So I okay. I just, I don't. That team is in shambles right now. I thought they could possibly be one before the season. They might turn it around. I don't know, but that team doesn't look great at all right now. They can't move the ball. Them and the Panthers right now offensively look like teams that just don't know what football is. So. And them and the Bears, I mean, too. I mean, the Bears only put up 64 points, and they've been. So I'd, I'm off of that.
1: Yeah, I'll, I'll be nice to the Bears and Justin Fields because I've said a lot about them and how I don't think they're good at all. Interesting you say. I mean, the Saints moved the ball well on the Vikings, especially in the second half. They came back.
0: Yeah, I was going to say, that was the first time really all year. I was going to say, that Saints game, they came back and. I mean, the Falcons game, they came back in the fourth quarter, and the, same, and the Vikings game, they came back in the second half. Other than, mm. though, other than like those three quarters, they've played bad offense all year. They have been missing Kamara for a lot of the year, so maybe when Kamara gets back, that team will look a little bit better, and they didn't have Jameis last weekend. So I don't, I'm not just going to make it seem like they can't play football at all, but from what I've seen so far, I'm off of that. I'm okay. not letting that bus go by. How about you?
1: Uh, on the Saints? Yeah. I'm off them. Yeah. I'm off them. Uh, if, had Jameis been healthy in Kamara, I mean, I don't know. They're just a really weird team. It's hard to judge with them because Jameis has apparently been injured from the start. He's had a fractured back. So yeah. if he was fully healthy, I'd be more confident in this team. It's hard to tell. So like, whenever he does come back you will still be banged up, you know yeah, what I mean? So, yeah, I'm kind of off them for this year, but I don't think I don't think they're necessarily a bad team, though. You know what I mean? I think they'll still be in these games making it rough or whatever. I was going to say,
0: they're not going to be a team that just lays down because they haven't laid down in any game. I just don't think they're good enough to win a lot of them.
1: Yeah, and I don't like – I wish they would have went – I get that they went from Sean Payne to a defensive coach, but – Dennis Allen was never great in the NFL prior as a head coach. So I, those kind of hires are always weird to me. You know what I mean? Yeah. That'd, be like a, that'd be like a team hiring Rex Ryan right now. Like, why would you do it kind of thing? Like, yeah, yeah he had success, but did he really kind of thing? I mean, yeah. that's not – Rex really did compared to Dennis Allen. He went to two AFC champions. Yeah, no, no,
0: De- um, Dennis, Dennis Allen just hasn't has, has like a losing record. I don't – I've never – obviously you can't just only base it off that, but hiring a coach with a losing record always – feels especially when there's other candidates out there Mm -hmm. like his coaching record let me quickly look at what this coaching record is it's Uh, not good nine and 31 so he was four and twelve four and twelve then oh and four from 2012 to 2014 so that's a record of eight and 26 i don't see yeah eight and 28 rather i just i don't see that's not that wouldn't have been my hire but that's okay
1: yeah, I don't I don't understand it. But they seem to be doing okay. They played well under him because he filled in some games from Sean Payne, correct?
0: Uh yeah, I think so. I think like a couple.
1: Something think, happened uh, there, yeah.
0: I think a couple, but uh I actually got one for you, if you unless you have anything else on Dennis Allen. Sure, yeah. No, I was
1: just going to go to the Thursday night game. But, yeah, absolutely. Go ahead. Uh,
0: before, speaking of last week's Thursday night game, are you on the bus, um, passenger? Are you off the bus for the Bengals being the division winner of the AFC
1: North? That's still tough to say right now. It's still pretty early. I'm still – I would still give the nod to the Ravens. I think they're playing better overall than the Bengals. And the Bengals got their full roster. Uh I'm I'm still not loving what I see from the Bengals, you know. Uh, obviously, we had the whole 2 situation in last week's game. Uh, so, I mean, it was kind of a, I want to say an easy victory for them because I do think Bridgewater is a good quarterback. But, I don't know, it wasn't necessarily a, a great win against the Dolphins. And that's coming off of uh, not a great win against the Jets either, you know, where they might have looked better, but they didn't look great. So, I mean, we'll find out more, especially now that we're officially like in the middle of the season now. We're in the second month here. So we'll find out a lot this month about the Bengals. You know, if they go 500 this month, we're still going to have questions, which isn't good. That's not where you want to be headed into November. But if they can go 4-0, 3-1 over this next month, then they'll be that team that, you know, a a lot of people were excited to see and thought they had the potential to be. But we'll find out a lot in October about the Bengals. But I still think think they're a playoff team, but it's going to be hard. They do not look how you'd want them to look as a young team coming off a Super Bowl appearance.
0: I am driving the bus, but I just got to the seat. I'm not strapped in. I'm not firm. But I I had them before the season. I had them beating the Ravens in Weeks 18 to win the division, and I still see that scenario. Going down. Even they play the Ravens this Sunday night, so that's going to be a great game. Both of them are two and two. The loser will be under five hundred. So even if the Bengals do lose that game, they've got the Saints, the Falcons, the Browns, the Panthers, the Steelers, the Titans next before they go before the Chiefs go to them in
1: December. So thing is, I don't think any of those are gimmies for this Bengals team.
0: Um, I don't think they're gimmies, but I also think they could go six and zero. I
1: don't see it with this particular team.
0: Um, would, I would say their line we'll, has been we'll their line has lot. been playing better over the last few weeks, which is the one thing that really was the problem there. Burrow obviously since Burrow since week one hasn't thrown a pick, and I don't think he's fumbled a ball. He's been six touchdowns, a zero picks, so he's been playing clean football, which is exactly what you need. Um, this Ravens game will definitely kind of be a good will be a good point for them. So yeah, I was gonna say there's been three sacks over the last two games, which honestly for him is not that bad at all. You can take two and one game one in the next game; it's not bad. Um, so it'll be this Bengals. I mean, this Ravens game will be interesting, especially if it's in Baltimore. But I think I would be. I'm in the seat, but I haven't buckled in yet because okay. because I think they. I think by December they could be. Seven and four. I think they'll be seven and four at worst, personally. Okay. But yeah, but that, I say, that's pretty much everything I have NFL wise right now. I don't know if you had anything else you wanted to touch on.
1: No, I just want to do uh, let's get our Thursday night pick out of the way. We got Broncos and Colts.
0: <sighs> do you know what their favorite, what Denver's favorite by at all?
1: Three. I'd even be three. I, yeah. I think it's in Denver. I don't yeah, have it in front of it me. It is now. in Denver. So
0: three point spread. Oh man! Oh,
1: my god. I'm going with the Broncos, 24 to 17.
0: Oh my god! And if
1: the Colts could show me any consistency at all, I would have said 24-20. But they can't. They're DOA. I don't.
0: I don't really know what's going on with the Colts. The Colts. The Colts have scored 20 zero 20 and 17 the broncos have scored 16 16 16 and
1: 23 here's where here's i'll give i'm gonna shoot the broncos some bail here they got a new quarterback and new coach and they're implementing a new offense right
0: doesn't say the colts do have a new quarterback in fairness have- to them
1: Colts have a new quarterback, but they got the system in place, and they've had four other primarily pocket QBs that play similar. And Matt Ryan, throughout his career, I mean, he's in the late stages, but throughout his career, has been one of the better pocket QBs. You know, he's got accuracy, he can throw the ball deep. Like, he can do all the things. I mean, that's the reason why a lot of people were on the Colts was, you know, he was going to do. All the things Carson Wentz didn't do. You know what I mean? He wasn't going to turn the ball over. He wasn't going to take risks. And they're going to be able to run the ball and still play great defense. We haven't seen hardly any of that. Ryan's turned the ball over. Jonathan Taylor doesn't look the greatest. And, uh, you know, in turn, the defense is out there a lot more than they need to be or probably want to be. So oh, oh. there still is a field where this Colts team can turn it around, but they just look terrible early, and I don't understand it. Uh, it would be a huge win for them. Oh, whereas, yeah. whereas if they beat the Broncos, that's a troubling loss for the Broncos. Oh, yeah. yeah. Because um,
0: I just realized something. Yeah, I'm going Denver 24-20. There's a solid chance Jonathan Taylor doesn't play and Shaq Leonard is not playing. So, yeah, no. I'm going with the uh, the Broncos 24-20 to because without their best offensive player and their best defensive player, if the Colts do pull out the game somehow – not good news for Denver. Anyway, but yeah, no, that's Denver better win this game. That's all I'm gonna Gr- say.
1: Granted, the Thursday night games are pretty weird anyway. You're gonna get some weird results being on a short week. Yes. Uh, Denver, Denver just Thursday night better games win this game. Seem to have been better, but I believe Denver's gonna do what they need to do at least to win this game.
0: They have to. Uh, I, they have to.
1: I'm all the way out in the Colts though, so that's easy for me to say. But uh yeah, still early on in the season for all these teams. Everything we say about these teams could be Nolan void three weeks from now, four weeks from now, six weeks from now. Of course. But, but yeah, I do not like how the Colts, among other teams, look. And I'm real bullish on the Patriots of New England even sitting at one and three. But, uh, listen, we're going to get out of here. I know you got to get out of here. We'll be back later this week to talk some NBA, do our NFL Ooh. picks, et cetera, et cetera. I'm real... Real looking forward to the NBA. Uh, I wish it was another three weeks from now, four weeks from now, even. It's two. It's about a week and a half away. Two weeks. Uh, actually, no, exactly two weeks from today. Yeah, weeks. Uh, I'm eager. I'm nervous. I'm excited for the season, but man, because yeah. this, this season go any sort of ways. Uh, I want to give away too much, but much like the last two seasons. I feel like there's eight teams that can win it this year. I really do. I agree.
0: have. I was going through. I mean, I made my preliminary season predictions for the NBA this year. Um, trying. I'm not obviously giving any things away at all. The West was pretty simple for me to pick the ten teams that were going to make the playoff, just what order. From five down after... Like that, that about actually about 7 to 13 in the East. Like, you've got the Knicks could make it, the Raptors could make it, the Bulls, the Cavs, the Pistons are interesting. You've got the Wizards are interesting. Obviously, you've got the Hawks, the Hornets. Like, that that, that bottom half of who could make the playoffs is very interesting. Really, the only team I don't think will would be the Magic and the Pacers are the only teams to me that don't really have a shot. But even then, it's the NBA, and you never know.
1: Yeah, the East is a gauntlet. Yeah, no, that doesn't
0: say the East is just... They have, I, in my opinion, they have two great teams. They have two, uh, three really good teams, and then after that, a bunch of good teams. I agree. Because I'd, I'd, say, I'd say Milwaukee and Celtics are the great teams. Brooklyn hasn't proven themselves. The Sixers and the Heat are the really good teams. And then just like the Hawks, the Cavaliers, the Bulls, the Raptors, like all those teams. Like It's going to be a fun East. And then the West, the top the top of the West. <laughs> oh, boy. Oh, boy, the top of the West is crazy. Oh, my goodness.
1: I can't wait. I really can't, can't wait for our fantasy draft. I can't wait for I can't, everything to do with the I'm
0: excited to hear your predictions. I really am. Because I have I have a lot of years I know I can semi-know where you're going to go. Like, I know you like the Clippers, but that doesn't mean you think they're going to go win it all. Um, there. I know, as you just said, there's eight teams. I know there are five teams in the West right now that I could see even you putting in the finals. So which one of those teams would be so interesting? It's going to be interesting.
1: Yeah, I do not have, as of today, I could not give you a finals matchup. I really couldn't. I could tell you where I'm leaning in the East, and I could tell you where I'm leaning in the West, but not confident in either of those. Not confident in either one of them. Um, There's a couple Eastern Conference teams that I'm real bullish on, that I'm real scared of as as a Celtics fan, Mm -hmm. two in particular, that I think could be dangerous. Um, And then the West, I just, there's not enough I could say about the Western Conference right now. I love the top four teams. I won't reveal who my top four is, but the top four that I'm speaking of right now, I love them. <laughs> I, <laughs> that's, that's very vague, but I love the obviously top want to be in the Warriors. five. I love the top obviously. five. You know what? I'll say that too. I'll say the top five because I excluded a team there. But there is a team that, yeah, the top five I like.
0: I, I love that all those top five can make the finals and it wouldn't shock me. How my first round as of cause I right now I told you I went through it. Obviously these are subject to change too with how I'm feeling if there's any in- significant injuries that happen within the next fourteen days. But how I'm looking at this right now how my first round in the in both conferences, but especially in the West, must see TV box office all over. <laughs> I love every bit of it box office.
1: That's the thing. There's no there's no really bad matchups. We've seen that the last few years, especially in the West, no bad matchups anywhere. You know what I mean? I uh, you
0: could have the. I'm not obviously giving away what I have, but you could have in the first round like a Lakers Clippers because of you like, could. You like, the, could. like like the like like because obviously LeBron. I could see being in the lower parts because I mean I don't think it's a giveaway to anybody that lebron james's team's not a top four team in the league right now could be because you never make trades you never know with that team but as of right now they're not a top four team but say they could be you could get a warriors lakers uh clippers lakers wh- whatever it is and get like a lebron steph or lebron Kawhi, a lebron jaw like that could be a first round matchup easy and it's like oh that lebron luka first round my god <laughs> That's
1: just i like start how you I like how you describe the Lakers as LeBron James's team.
0: I'm, I mean, what else is it? I mean, the Lakers. I, Laker. <laughs> I mean, it is, but like, yeah. But I mean, obviously, I said LeBron, Steph, LeBron, Luka. I mean, I put it together as like those team, like those players going one on one. Obviously, it's a Lakers team, but I don't know if Anthony Davis is going to play sixty games. I don't trust Russell Westbrook. That team's just a mess,
1: but. We'll have more of this light NBA talk in a couple of yeah. days. Yeah, We're gonna, we, we won't be, we won't be uh, having predictions, but we will be having some, uh, some thoughts, some we'll feelings, some, some thoughts, feelings. some feelings. And I can't wait to talk about it. Love the NBA. Wish it was starting in November. Can't say that enough. But for all its flaws, still love it. Still love it. Can't wait for our draft. That'll be happening probably in about ten days. Yeah. So. 10, 11 days. Still haven't heard much word about that since the group chat, but we'll see. Listen, Keenan, I'm going to let you get out of here. Great talking to you. We'll have more NFL at the end of the week with our picks. Uh, Warner Brothers Podcast. Follow us on Instagram at Warner Brothers Podcast. Listen on Spotify and Apple Podcasts. Obviously, Keenan, drive safe. Will do. See you. Peace.
0: Have a good one.